Welcome to Hive Mind, the weekly podcast from the Beehive about the latest and greatest in pop culture. I'm Meg Walter in studio with Eli McCann and Nick Morley. Hello. Hey uh, we are here today to talk about our Oscar predictions. Mm-hmm. But first, let's talk about what we've been watching, Eli. Oh, I'm going first. You're going first. So I watched the entirety of The Assassination of Versace. Okay. On Netflix. It got a bunch of awards buzz last year, the Emmys. Mm-hmm. That's right. And yeah. I think maybe even won a couple of things. It stars Darren Chris and Penelope Cruz, who I guess I've been sleeping on Penelope Cruz my whole Cruz my whole life. She's awesome. Oh yeah, she's great. Super good. I she so she plays Donatella Versace and she is so good in this. Uh I have mixed feelings about Darren Chris generally and Ryan Murphy, anything that he makes, I'm already very skeptical about. Yeah. <laughs> and so and I assume that since Ryan Murphy was involved in this, that it's probably not even close to being historically accurate or even attempting to be so. But it's the story about Versace getting assassinated and the guy who killed him went on a killing spree. So it's sort of about all of that. It's very good. Okay. Very, very, very good. It's really depressing. And they do a very creative thing with the storytelling that I haven't really seen any in anything else. They tell the story in reverse chronological order. So every episode goes back like two years and goes back two years. Do you get lost? No. Okay. Actually, it was it was really easy to follow. And it was very interesting because you see like these relationships and you assume a lot about like how serious they are, what they're like. But then that goes back two years and and you realize like, oh, that relationship, the foundation of that relationship is not what I expected. Okay. And so it's creative. I will say when it ended, I was like, it probably would have been more interesting to watch that story unfold chronologically. But I appreciate that they did something that I had never seen before. But did it feel like they did it just for like, wow, look what we can do? Not really. Okay. It, It was because it was really compelling how they laid it out. I just think that that story would have lent itself better to a chronological telling. Interesting. But um, if you're into murder and serial killers. Who isn't? I know, right? right? A lot of people are. Yeah. I, would, I would recommend it. It does my least favorite thing, which is cast straight people to play gay people. And I hate that. But whatever. It's entertaining. So Are there gay people in the entertainment industry? No, that's the problem is there aren't any gay <laughs> actors yet. No, it's I make that joke with Skylar all the time. I'm like, if only a gay person would decide to become an actor. I'm like half of Hollywood is yeah. gay and the other half claims to be bi. And so like we can't find one of them to do the, the Darren Chris part, which apparently Darren Chris is like after the Versace thing was like, I'm not going to play gay parts anymore because I don't want to, you know, after you have I don't wanna, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He's like, I don't want to cross that one off the list. Emma Stone Asian my way into these roles or whatever. But yeah. I was like, you built your entire career off of pretending to be gay and stuff like maybe you, you just need to just not say anything <laughs> about sit this, one out, sit yeah. this one out, buddy. So that and then I've been wanting I've been meaning to update you guys on we are now a little bit into the office podcast office ladies right okay so they i think they've done like 12 or 15 episodes i really like it okay have you listened to it at all i haven't i haven't either so it's a- angela kinsey and jenna fisher who play pam and angela on the office and they go through every episode of the office each episode of the podcast is an episode of the office and they do like a recounting of what happens in the episode and tell like fun facts about like what was happening behind the scenes and what how jokes were written in what jokes were cut out like what they were comfortable with and what they like looking back they're like i kind of wish we hadn't done that joke i think it's really good it's mindless 
You know, like, and it's it's a nice break from like listening to the daily, for example. How long are the episodes? They're like thirty to forty five minutes. Oh, nice. And they and they um, have people from the show call in and do or like come to the studio and do like guest, you know, whatevers. Uh, the the woman who plays Jan, I forget her name. Like, she was on the last episode and she came and talked about what it was like filming with Steve Carell. And anyway, I'm a big fan, and I would recommend it if you're an Office fan. Awesome. Anything else? Uh, just it's mostly stuff we're going to talk about for the Oscars. Nick. Okay. Over the weekend, watched Miss Americana, Ooh. Oh. the Taylor Swift documentary. Mm-hmm. It was fine. Then okay, like it it doesn't uncover anything like super telling about who she is, and I I kind of already knew everything. Hmm. Like it was kind of cool to like watch the writing process and watch the the recording studio and everything like that, but like. I guess it made like quite a buzz at Sundance, and like I don't really know why. Maybe it's because she had a movie at Sundance. I don't know. Are you a Taylor Swift fan? Not really. My wife is. Uh, Did your and wife so I, like it? Yeah, she liked it. Yeah, but like, yeah. Do you guys like Taylor Swift? I don't know. I don't really. Care. I'm apathetic. Yeah, right. But my husband is obsessed with her, oh. and so I think he's gonna watch it. Yeah. I'll just oh. get. His I mean, it's, it is entertaining. Yeah. Anyway, okay. So um, SNL uh, Heidi Gardner does this character that she works for Goop. Um, so yeah. she goes on weekend update and she like she gets really nervous about like reviewing products and she can't remember yeah. like what it's rated. So I watched a couple episodes of the Goop Lab just because of that sketch. So did I. <laughs> and so which episodes did you watch? I watched the first and half of the second and I was home alone laughing out loud on the couch. <laughs> it's so bad. It is the most obtuse, <laughs> unself aware. Really? It's so crazy. Why wait, why? Well it's goop. Like their yeah. whole thing is yeah. like, you know what's really good is buying an eight hundred dollar jade egg to put under your pillow. Uh-huh. And you, like they're just like the galaxy brain about everything. Yeah. So the first ep- sorry Nick, I'm taking No, no, go for it. Please. The first episode they're like, you know, uh we've all experienced trauma and their trauma is like oh. normal life yeah. things. I think what would be really beneficial is if we went, I think, Mexico and did just a, some mushrooms. Let's just go do some it was mushrooms. Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. We're going to go do mushrooms in Jamaica. So you watch these, like, very rich people <laughs> ingest mushrooms and then spend, like, the next 24 hours crying on their yoga mats. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> With their good. AirPods in and, like, reliving their trauma, which, again, is, like normal yeah, life yeah. things just crying and like you can just see the money signs in like the people who are running the place yeah. like this is the best thing that's ever yeah. happened oh to them gosh. it is total trash television and it is it's great so the, huh. the episode that i that i the the last episode i watched there was this energy guy that claimed that he could like be a chiropractor just by like not touching people's bodies but like the julian huff video yeah, so she's mm-hmm. in it she's in this episode and i think she's like starting a new cult. energy cult yeah, yeah. so <laughs> anyway just as you described a bunch of privileged people and they like they talk about their problems they're like oh just anxiety from work and it's like yeah join the club yeah. <laughs> in the second episode this guy who's dressed like steve zizu is like you can heal with cold and he like convinces all of these rich white ladies to jump in freezing water it's <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah, so bad. <laughs> wow. Oh, it's incredible. Anyway, if you're in for like 30 minutes of <laughs> of that, go for it. It was one of those things I thought I could watch while I was working, but then I was like, what? Wait a second. <laughs> I you had to pay attention. Yeah. 
Uh, good stuff. And good then stuff. I finished, uh, last thing, I, I finished the sack lunch bunch. I've kind of been oh, watching yes. it in groups. My favorite one was Let's Play Restaurant, that song that they do. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. she totally turned. Some day. It was great. I was laughing out loud. My at like kid has actually done that to me. <laughs> So the the joke of the song is that, you know, she's playing restaurant. He's like, oh, can I have this? And she said, oh, sorry, we're closed. We're closed for a private event. And (laughs) we encourage you to call beforehand to to see if you can be seated. They do this whole song and dance leading up to it. So you think that, like, it's going to go on for, like, five minutes. But then it's just like. You should call and make a reservation. (laughs) Ramona will play, like, fake restaurant with me. And everything I order is no longer in stock. Like, she can't. They ran out. Of the imaginary I have a niece food. who does that with me too. <laughs> I'm like, well, what do you have? What well, just order? <laughs> like, but... <laughs> uh, anyway, that's it for me. Okay, cool. I watched the finale of The Good Place. Oh yeah, yeah. Me too. I stayed up till two a.m. watching the finale of The Good Place and bald. Really? Bald. It was really good. Uh, and then I slipped into like an existential crisis. Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like genuinely a funk over. Did someone from Goop come? <laughs> I dove into some freezing water in the Arctic, and it only cost Ooh, nine thousand yeah. dollars, and now I'm fine. Yeah. No, it's very profound. Yeah. Um, and it wrestles with some really big questions about what eternity means and what being a good person means and what is paradise. And it was uh, it was very good. Uh, I struggled with this last season. Right, but because it was meandering, like it was yeah. meandering, and it was just so complicated. Yeah, they mm-hmm. had to wrap it up. Um, but I feel like they really pulled it together for the last few episodes, and especially the finale. Been catching up on Oscar movies. I finally seen all the Best Picture nominees. Cool. So I'm ready to talk about this. Should we just get into it? Let's do it. Yeah, I've seen all but Ford versus Ferrari. I haven't been able to get myself to do it yet. Here's what you need to know. Great cars. I'm in. Okay. <laughs> So what we're going to do here is we're going to talk about the nominees. We're going to talk about what we would like to see win and what we actually think will win. And hopefully sometimes those overlap, but uh, we've been burned before. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to take this opportunity to remind you to make your predictions on our ballot, which you can find on thebeehive.com. It will be attached to the story. We have these predictions in. I would not base your predictions off of my predictions, at least. I would probably say the group's. Um, this is really anyone's guess. So, yep. we're going to start with performance by an actor in a leading role. The nominees are Antonio Banderas in Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Adam Driver in Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix in Joker, Jonathan Price in The Two Popes. Eli, who do you want to see win? I think I want to see Adam Driver or Jonathan Price win. Did you watch Two Popes? Yes. You liked him. I loved that movie, by the okay. way. You liked it too, yeah, didn't I liked you, Nick? It. Yeah. But I'm also very uh, interested in the Vatican and Catholicism and popes in general. Okay. I thought it was really good. And he's fantastic in it. And I love Adam Driver generally, and I would like to see him get an award. Who do you think will win? I think it's going to be Walking Phoenix. Nick. So who do I want to win? Yeah. I'd like to see Adam Driver win. Just because, like, it, it felt like he was in his element in this movie. Yeah. And he's going to do... He's done Noah Baumbach stuff before, so I guess I shouldn't be super surprised. But he's going to do more of this, and he's going to... He will get one. Uh, yeah. But I would I would really like to see him do it for this role, but it's going to be Walking Phoenix. I mean, and, and Adam Driver's young. Yeah, that's he's true. He's got time, yeah, he'll, but it was he'll a good get um, I would like to see Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yeah. win. I know. I know. 
I know because you, you didn't still like feel like he got snubbed from Titanic. <laughs> I, he was my favorite part of that movie. Huh. Um, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. And, well, Titanic, obviously, but Once Upon yeah. a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. uh, you was... like Billy Zane better? <laughs> <laughs> I like the unsinkable Molly Brown. <laughs> put the painting in the pocket. Picasso. The coat on her. Picasso never amount to anything. <laughs> um, and far more luxurious. Why don't we just always talk about Titanic? <laughs> it should be a Titanic Sorry, podcast. sorry, I, I hijacked you. Go for it. Oh, and that's any. You're welcome to do that anytime if we're talking Titanic. Yeah. Uh, he, I thought that he was the funniest part of Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's yeah. going to be Joaquin Phoenix, and I will say I think Joaquin Phoenix does deserve this. I hated the Joker. Oh, I really did not enjoy that movie. I didn't think it made any sense. I didn't think it was good. Aside from it being problematic, which I think it really, really sure. is. Mm-hmm. Sure. I just thought it was a bad movie, but I thought he was very good. Yeah. He's sympathetic in it in in like yeah. a way that I was surprised to see. And like the ticks he put on that person were yeah. like what Yeah. They felt real. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I thought it was a He felt like a mentally ill yeah. person the whole hey, time. I have a question and I think now is as good a time as any to ask it. Why do we still split up these acting categories by gender? We don't do that with any of the other categories. I think it's just to give more opportunities to these actors. Is that it? Nothing else? Because then why don't we split up the director? We could give more opportunities to female directors. I mean, there's been talk of that, of having a best male and female director. But I think if they propose that now, people will be (sighs) so I don't don't want to give them a cop out, though. I know. I also feel like there's a lot of movies where the a male and a female are both leads. Yeah. And so if you make it just one category, only one of those two actors gets the nomination because a movie wants to put all their weight behind one, one. of the actors. Yeah. And so you'd be robbing maybe another actor from that opportunity. That's speculation. I can't say for sure. I'm not proposing that I think that should happen. I was just curious. It does feel a little. What would be the reason? A little regressive, right? Like, well, the women can't compete with the men or vice versa. Not that that would be the Hollywood. Anyway, I was just curious if there were Yeah, but I don't know the answer. That's just my best guess. Okay. Performance by an actor in a supporting role nominee. Yeah. Sorry, I drank Diet Coke. (laughs) <laughs> That's like, you never apologize for drinking Diet Coke. Strong. I don't want to burp on the podcast. Okay. Okay. <laughs> the nominees are Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes, Al Pacino in The Irishman, Joe Pesci in The Irishman, and Brad Pitt in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Eli, who do you want to win? Who will win? I, I would like to see Joe Pesci win. I thought he was so incredibly good in The Irishman. I love Joe Pesci, even though he has a super weird music career. Uh, I think Brad Pitt's. <laughs> That's why I love Joe. Pesci. I know. I think Brad Pitt's going to win, and I, I, th- I think it's fine. I didn't love uh, what's it called, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, but I thought Brad Pitt was the best part of that movie. So Brad I wasn't Pitt's mad abs. about Brad, Brad Pitt's Pitt abs were the best part movie. of that movie. <laughs> I wanted Margot Robbie to be the best part of that movie, but she just didn't do much. No, they didn't give her a whole lot to do, and that was part of the criticism too. Yeah. yeah. Nick. Uh, Brad Pitt's going to win, and I want to see Brad Pitt. Okay. Win it. Cool. It's yeah for the exact reasons. I really like because of his abs. Abs. Yeah, yeah. for sure. One hundred percent. I really liked Tom Hanks in A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Yeah. I don't think that's a performance that was talked about enough. I thought he did a really good job as Mr. Rogers. I think yeah. it was a B movie. Yeah. I think B+. that's why. I think that's why it's not getting a whole lot of. Yeah. But I thought his performance was really great. You, it really isn't talked about enough. 
Like he, he was very fun to watch in that. Yeah. 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 And I think there were just a lot of good movies this year. Yeah. So maybe he just, you know, wrong timing. Um, I don't think he's going to win, though. I think it will be Brad Pitt. And I'm not mad about it because of his apps. Yeah. <laughs> um, performance by an actress in a leading role. We have Cynthia Erivo in Harriet. Scarlett Johansson in Marriage Story. Saoirse Ronan in Little Women. Charlize Theron in Bombshell. And Renee Zellweger in Judy. Eli, who do you want? Who's going to win? My heart vote, who I want, is Saoirse. 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 I love her. I love her in Little Women so very much. Yeah. Um, I thought she was just... It, it was like one of the most real person roles I've seen in a long time. It like deeply impacted me to see her in that role specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Renee Zellweger is going to win for Judy. Judy was a B minus C plus movie. Uh, she's very good in it. Uh, and I think she's really talented. I wouldn't be mad to see her win. So we went to watch Judy last night. We watched the trailer on Amazon. I was like, I just can't do it. I've seen this movie so yeah. Many, yeah. Times. I'm so tired of the biopics. Did you, have you watched it? Nick? No, I, I have the, no desire. The I have no desire to watch this. The flashbacks to young Judy are atrocious. Really? It, like you should just go watch just like the first five minutes of the movie. They are so cheesy and like so on the nose that it almost feels like a parody. Shoot. And the older the Renee parts are a lot better, but it's it's a C plus movie. It's yeah. a role, though, that I feel like screams Oscar, yeah. right? Like biopic, big performance, yeah. transformed her looks for it. And, right. I, and I actually, so a lot of people have criticized, well, I don't know if criticized, but a lot of people have said like Saoirse Ronan in Little Women is just playing Saoirse Ronan, which is kind of a weird thing to criticize of an Irish actress who's playing an American, but whatever. Yeah. Um, but her character, I felt like is not something I've seen a lot which is like this woman who's very conflicted about what she even feels in general about this societal pressure to find love. And I feel like she so deeply expresses that discomfort through the movie that I just I haven't seen a lot of parts like that. Mm, so, yeah. 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 I'd agree with that, Nick. So I, I mixed it up on the Google Doc. Um, Renee's going to win. Uh, just because I've heard all the all the hype around it. And I'm sure they did a big campaign for it. But. It, just like what we were talking about before, it really drives me crazy because I normally like really like seeing the actress in a leading role like clips that you get to see like during the show because yeah. it's like you get to see like these really gripping performances and like I I always think of like Natalie Portman in Black Swan that it was oh. just like she just like nailed it nailed this really yeah. creative role this really, and like this isn't I'm not gonna be excited about this it really yeah. sucks and I yeah. I would I'd like to see Scarlett Johansson win um, I I rewatched Marriage Story um, after I watched it again and I just thought. Like taking a screenplay like that, making it really gripping. Uh, I I would just love to see her get it done, and she might later. Um, but thought it would be cool, like going from like the Marvel like popcorny universe, doing something like this. Like, and then sure. she got the two nominations too. So I thought the Academy may give her a little bit of yeah, a little bit of love, but probably not. Might split the vote. Yeah. Uh, I would also like to see Sorcha Rint win. And I don't even know if it's because of her performance specifically as much as I just love Little Women and I want that movie to get as many awards as possible. But yeah. I do think she was very good in it. I, it's going to be Renee Zellweger, I think. And that's super boring. But, you know, she's hitting the end of her career. Sure. And Hollywood likes to give people stuff at the end of their careers. So. Renee Zellweger is? Yeah. Yeah. How old is she? It's like 50 something. In my mm-hmm. mind, she is always 30. <laughs> I mean, Chicago was 
was a while ago. Twenty now. years yeah. ago. Yeah, and what was that British movie? Oh, Bridget Jones Diary. Bridget Jones Diary. That was like twenty five years ago, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, and she had to have been wow. thirty then. So yeah. Um, performance by an actress in a supporting role. Mm. Kathy Bates and Richard Jewell. Did you guys see Richard Jewell? Mm-mm, no, I don't even Actually, know what that is. I liked it. Really? Really? Yeah. What, what is it? It's about the story of um, the Atlanta Olympics bombing and the man that was falsely accused of doing it. And he, she plays his mom in this. Oh, mm. cool. All right. Uh, Laura Dern in Marriage Story, Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit, Florence Pugh in Little Women, Margot Robbie in Bombshell. Eli. So I haven't even seen Bombshell yet. I want to see it. But I love Margot Robbie so much, and I feel like she got shafted with I, Tanya a couple years ago, so I always want to see her get some love. My favorite performance that I've, I have seen on that list was Scarlett Johansson in Jojo Rabbit. I would love to see her win that, but I think Laura Dern's going to win this. Uh, I have seen Bombshell, and I feel like Margot Robbie's performance is one of the more effective performances in it. Uh, she certainly has some of the more emotional moments that she plays very well. Again, the movie was like a B, so I okay. think that's probably why she won't. Okay. Get this, Nick. Uh, Laura Dern's gonna win, yeah. um, and that's fine. Like, yeah, I mean, I I love Laura Dern. Like, yeah. she's great, yeah. uh, and she's she really she's really good at playing herself. Like we've talked about over and over on this podcast. Um, and she was she played a really great kind of scummy lawyer in this. Yeah. In the, in this movie, she was but effective. Yeah. Who I want to see win is Florence Pugh. Um, mm. I loved her in Little Women. Um, oh yeah, I think I didn't even notice her on this list. Uh. I think I just like her as a person. Uh, yeah. I think it's cool that she did a movie like Fighting with My Family and then Midsummer and then do something <laughs> like this. Like, it shows like a lot of diversity Strange. and it shows that she's got some chops and she's not. Because, like, when I went into Little Women, I knew I was what I was going to get out of Saoirse Ronan. I, mm-hmm. I knew. I knew I was. I'm watching like a timeless actor with a timeless director, and I'm going to see this this amazing You're performance. You're going to see Lady Bird. I, I was su- very surprised by Florence Pugh, yeah. and I would love to see her get recognized. Yeah. So that's also who I want to see win is Florence Pugh. Uh, she transformed Amy. Well, I mean, Greta Gerwig wrote that yeah. role differently than that role had been written before, but Florence Pugh really breathed life into it mm. um, and made that character feel multidimensional. What was she, she like previously? Because I haven't seen just it a since. jerk. Okay. Selfish. It didn't have that like it didn't have the explanation of like look in order to live my dreams I need to marry money like it didn't have that whole explanation of this is why I am the way I am and these are the standards I hold myself to and I don't want anybody second best she just this movie gave Amy so much life there was that that whole scene where Meryl Streep is like telling her the rest of your sisters have become lost causes. Like you're the only hope for your family and yeah. like puts all that pressure on her. Like you need to actually find somebody who's wealthy Yeah, that I was like, Oh, that's a complicated thing. Yeah. 100%. And you know, she, she can also be a little bit selfish in that, but she can feel outside pressure to do something that's uncomfortable too. I would say that this version of little woman feels like it's most about Joe and Amy yeah. Where before it was most about Joe and Beth, Beth or Joe yeah. and Meg. Yeah. Um, and okay. I really appreciated this version of it. Cool. Uh, I also think Laura Dern will win. And I think Laura Dern was great in Marriage yeah. Story. I think it's deserved. Mm-hmm. And Florence Pugh is 23. We're going to see a lot more Florence Pugh. I would say her, Sorsha, Timothy Chalamet. Like, this is the rising generation. We're going to be seeing a lot of these people. So yeah. she'll get another opportunity. Yeah. Um, best animated feature film. 
How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, I Lost My Body, Klaus, Missing Link, Toy Story 4, Eli. I have nothing to say. I just wrote Toy Story 4 because my husband told me to. I've seen none of these. Okay, Nick. Uh, Missing Link. I think that's going to win. What do you want to see win? Toy Story 4. Yeah. I also want Toy Story 4 to win. We watched Missing Link on a family Mm -hmm. weekend. Nick and I are siblings. A little snooze. (laughs) Boring. Yeah, a little boring. It's a boring movie. <laughs> but like uh, that uh, that studio that like us, like they always kind of do that. Like it's like a really visually beautiful oh, thing. Yeah. And then yeah. like when you put your kid in front of it, they're like, all right, I'm done. Let's watch Word Party. Where's Boss Baby? Uh, Toy Story 4 I thought was good. Yeah. It was, yeah. Achievement in cinematography. We have, I'm not going to say their names. Do you want their names? No. The only one that matters is Roger Deakins. Yeah, we should know. Roger Deakins is nominated for 1917. Uh, the Irishman, Joker, The Lighthouse, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'm just going to say we all pick 1917. Yep. Does anyone want anyone other than Roger Deakins no, in 1917 no. to win? No. I Yeah. I'm, it's, I'm not. It's so very beautiful. It is a very pretty movie. Yeah, it's fun. It's mm-hmm. I wouldn't say it's fun to watch, but it's compelling to yeah. watch. Um. Achievement in costume design. The Irishman. I'm, I'm going to say it like I'm a presenter. The Irishman. <laughs> Jojo Rabbit. Joker. Little Women. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Eli, what Co- do you... Costume design, I think Jojo Rabbit should win. And that's who I think will win. I think it was very... It was a very cartoonishly pretty movie in terms of costumes. I also uh, would give a shout out to Little Women, which I thought was really well done. Otherwise, I I don't understand a lot of the rest of the nominees. I think that Jojo Rabbit just won the BAFTA, maybe, for costume design. Good. Or the WGA. I don't know. One of those two. How does the Irishman end up on this list, though? I have no idea. It was like a period, you know? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, So they went to Savers and they're like, (laughs) that'll do. Like, how do you compare that to what they did in Little Women or Jojo Rabbit? That's what is weird to me, but whatever. The women were in some fun things. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's something you say when you're like, you're wrong, but I don't want to talk about it anymore. I don't even know, okay. if, I don't even know if you believe what you said. I, don't know. I, I honestly have, like, <laughs> my memories of the Irishman are, like, fragmented because like yeah because you have to watch it in 10 sittings getting yes. shot <laughs> like, i'm not i still can't really tell you who jimmy hoffa is mm. like i sat through three and a half hours the, teachers, the union. I, I do have to make one confession i watched the irishman and then the next day we recorded a podcast and i was like yeah i watched it but i didn't quite follow the plot and meg said you said that you were like i still don't even know who jimmy hoffa is and i was like who <laughs> and then i went and looked it up after and i was like oh that movie was oh, about no. that guy i didn't even know it was about him him or based on a true story. I was just like, I don't know, mobsters. Oh, that's funny. So, Nick. Uh, I want Jojo Rabbit to win, and I think Jojo Rabbit will win. Um, I think you. I think for this category, you need to go beyond a period piece. Mm-hmm. Um, like, giving Little Women its credit, I mean, it was a costume drama, and, like, mm-hmm. we've seen it done before. Uh, so, I just think Jojo Rabbit took a little more risk and sure looked a little bit more creative. Yeah. You know, I put Little Women, but I think I'm changing my mind. I would love to see Little Women win. Mm-hmm. I screenshotted like 
think parts from Little Women as outfit inspiration. Oh, cool. Because I think the design, the costume design is so cool. But I'm remembering now that the costumes in Jojo Rabbit are kind of like essential to the story. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think for that reason, Jojo Rabbit could win. Uh, and I think that would be great. I did read a really interesting article about Little Women and about how Greta Gerwig wanted uh, to do a little bit of like gender reversal on some of the costumes to like help portray different parts of their personalities. Mm-hmm. So Timothy Chalamet is wearing these big poofy sleeves and and Joe's wearing like these like kind of more masculine vests throughout. Kind of piratey. Yeah. And yeah. It, it, I had kind of after I read this article, I was like, I guess that those did have an impact on how I was seeing the story. And that was pretty clever of them to even be thinking in those terms. So totally. I'll give them that. Uh, achievement in directing. So this is a big one. Big one. And then, like, this is anyone's guess at this point. But the nominees are Martin Scorsese. I say Scorsese. Other people say Scorsese. Is yeah. there? Do we know which is correct? Tomato, tomato. I say Scorsese. Okay. Martin for The Irishman. Todd Phillips for Joker. Sam Mendes. 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 For 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Eli. Well, I want Greta Gerwig to okay, win. Okay, well, we all want Greta Gerwig to win, but it's not going to happen. Uh, I think Sam Mendes is going to win, and the only reason why I put him is because I do think 1917 is going to kind of clean up. That That's my overarching prediction. Okay. So, uh, Sam Mendes is going to win, uh, just because it's an Oscar movie through and through, um, and the Academy just loves those movies, but I want Bong Joon-ho to win. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what he said at the Golden Globes was great. Like, when you read above, like, the two inches of subtitle, like, you can open yourself up to some really great movies. And I think, yeah. like, making a movie like Parasite that got so well-reviewed mm-hmm. um, is going to help do that. So I think just, like, breaking that barrier, he deserves it. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you there. I would love to see Bong Joon-ho win. I think it will be Sam Mendes. Mendes. The only one that's going to make me actively angry is Quentin. Todd Phillips. Oh, um, oh the Joker. Yeah, right. I just can't abide that if it happens. I think that's very stupid and wrong. Yeah. Best documentary feature, American Factory, The Cave, The Edge of Democracy, For Sama, Honeyland. I'm a terrible person. I haven't seen any of these. I've only seen um, American Factory and it was kind of a snoozer. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad saying that. Are kind of boring. Sometimes. Well, sometimes they are kind of boring. <laughs> I'm glad I watched it because it was educational, and I don't. I feel very uneducated about unions. Yeah, because we don't have them. Yeah, here, here, it, not so much. And so it was. It educated me a little bit, but I was pretty bored. You know who but could I, educate you? Hmm. Jimmy Hoffa. Jimmy Hoffa. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, apparently that one is picking up steam, so I guess I'll just pick that That's by default. That's the one the Obamas produced, yeah. and Barack Obama was like, here's my favorite movies from the year, and it's like, Barack, you can't put your own movie on your list. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Why that's not? in poor form. That's funny. Nick? The only one I ever heard of was Honeyland, Same. so I put that one <laughs> down. <laughs> I've heard the name before. Apparently, For Sama is also picking up a lot of steam. Really? Do and we I, know what it's about? It's about the Syrian war. Mm. And Skyler and I are going to watch it tomorrow. Skyler put that on his ballot choice, and he gets like 99% right. So that's what? probably good. Really? No, every year we fill out these things. But he does tons of research. And every year he gets, he'll get like two wrong, and he'll be in a bad mood for the rest of the night. <sighs> a purist. It's wild. I do want to look at what Vegas is saying. He chose Green Book last year. 
like a month out. He's like, it'll be Green Book, so prepare yourself to be mad. And I was like, it's not going to be Green Book. And then that night he's like, called it. (laughs) So (laughs) we should have had him in here. Yeah, absolutely. If Joker wins, that will be my Green Book again. Yeah. It's going to be like, ugh. Yeah. All right. Documentary short subject. In the absence, learning to skateboard in a war zone, life takes life overtakes me, St. Louis, Superman, walk, run, cha-cha. Any opinions? Nah, I don't, no opinion. I just, learning to skateboard in a war zone is the only one I've heard of, so I picked that. That's actually a cool program that they have, mm-hmm. so I picked that because like I knew kind of about the program that there's a skate stand where girls learn to skate. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I haven't seen the movie. I haven't seen any of these. So, we are... Awful humans. Moving on. Achievement in film editing. Ford versus Ferrari. The Irishman. Jojo Rabbit. Joker. Parasite. Eli. I want Jojo Rabbit to win this, if for no other reason, because the one of the final scenes when the war sort of like breaks out in the town and there's this very odd, like a lot of what's happening is in slow motion, but the forefront is not. And there's it, it is I think the editing is really, really cool hmm. uh, in that movie. I was, I thought it was a breathtaking movie, and I want to see it get some some attention. I picked Ford versus Ferrari just because I read an article the other day that said that that was picking up steam in this category. I have not seen that movie yet. Okay, Nick. Uh, I would like to see Parasite win, uh, mm. but I think The Irishman is going to win just because of the Martin Scorsese aura that that surrounds like what his filmmaking encompasses. I just think Parasite deserves some love. Mm-hmm. So here's where things get kind of tricky, because I think that Parasite could win this. But I think if Parasite wins this, it also means Parasite could win Best Picture. And I don't know how likely that is. But what I'm saying is... I Does think, that normally happen? Yeah. I think that a lot of what I liked about Parasite was some of the editing and the way they did things mm-hmm. and the focus on different characters at different times and cutting between yeah. all yes. of them. That was cool. And I think that that's the kind of thing that makes it a best picture movie. So mm. if the Academy oh, voters responded to the editing in it, I think they would also maybe vote for it for best picture. I'm not sure I see that happening. I wrote that I think it will be Ford versus Ferrari, but I don't think Parasite is out of the realm of possibility. Ford versus Ferrari is a fun movie. Okay. I It's usually, I don't notice editing unless it's bad in movies usually, or it's like really creative, like Parasite. Yeah. Um, but I, Ford versus Ferrari feels like a like movie movie, like with okay. Oh, okay. stuff like editing is. A lot of post-production. Yeah. 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 You know, it's like fast cars and yeah. between drivers and then back at the place, whatever. Okay. Oh, I sound very educated. Okay. Mm-hmm. Best international film. Corpus Christi, Honeyland. Oh, so it's in two. Okay. William is Rob, Pain and Glory, and Parasite. Do we even no. need to... We're in a crouching tiger There's so no way situation Parasite right doesn't win this category, right? Unless it wins Best Picture. But isn't that, wouldn't that be such a weird choice? I think it would be the right... We'll, we'll, well get to that. yeah. But give it... Okay, yeah. It won't win Best Picture. If it did, I would say this goes to Pain and Glory. Okay. What is that? I don't know, but Antonio Banderas is nominated for it. Oh. So it's buzzy-ish. Hmm. Okay. We'll see, guys. Maybe it will win Best Picture. How cool would that be? That would be phenomenal. We'll get to it. We'll, we'll get see. into we'll it. Yeah, well, yeah. I want to get into all of these because right. we've seen them all, but let's, we'll get there. Makeup and hairstyling. Bombshell, Joker, Judy, Maleficent, Mistress of Evil, 1917. Eli. 
I don't know why, but I just picked Bombshell. I haven't even seen that. Okay. Do you, uh, is there something you'd rather see win? Um, I no, there's okay. not. <laughs> Nick, I, I I think Joker's gonna win just because it's you know he puts about, on actual yeah, makeup. It's a clown, yeah. <laughs> so like, uh, the, the makeup isn't more apparent in any of the other movies. What, did you guys see Maleficent? <laughs> no. no. Sorry. Because I mean that's supposed to be like this. That's like the whole thing about Maleficent is they put so much effort into makeup and oh. no. Mm. Uh, sorry. Did you see the first one? No. I actually really liked the first one. I thought it was a creative movie. It's so weird that you like refuse to watch Pixar movies, but you've seen Maleficent. Yes, it is weird. <laughs> I I give I agree. Um I think that Bombshell should and will win, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Because they transformed Charlize Theron into Megan Kelly, and they did that by putting eyelid prosthetics on her face. Whoa. Every morning. It took three hours every morning for her to have a hooded eyelid and these little small details that made her look exactly like Megan Kelly. That's cool. It's it's startling. That I did how, not know. How much she looks like Megan Kelly in that movie. Cool. So for that reason I think it will be Bombshell. Okay. Achievement in music written for motion pictures. So this is original score. We have yeah. Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, nineteen seventeen. Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker. Mm -hmm. Eli. I would actually like to see Little Women win this category, um, but I think it's going to be Joker. And I do I do think that the music was kind of haunting and cool and Joker. Jo the music was the only thing I liked about Joker. Yeah. I agree. I think um, I think Joker's going to win. Um, and you know what? I'd kind of like to see it win. I thought I thought the music, I'd like what you said. The, the music was, it did encapsulate, like, what it would feel like to be like really torn up inside. Yeah. I think chaos. I think that deserves it. Yeah. 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 Um, I would like to see Joker person win. I think it's going to be Thomas Newman for 1917. Mm. I don't even remember the music in that. So Thomas Newman has done like a bunch of scores. And I think because 1917 is probably going to win big ones, they're going to mm -hmm. throw this in. Isn't it Randy's cousin? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's really fun that Randy did the soundtrack for Marriage Story. It was unexpected, and I liked it. Okay. Hmm. Uh, achievement in music written for motion pictures. So this is original song. I can't let you throw yourself away from Toy Story 4. I'm going to love me again from Rocket Man. I'm standing with you from Breakthrough. What the heck is Breakthrough? Into the Unknown. <laughs> Into the unknown. I never want to hear that song again in my life. Into the unknown. I hate that song. You ready? So much. You ready? Here it comes. No. Go for it. Into the unknown. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I just went to sing the haunting part. It's so and bad. Choke. Um, stand up from Harriet. Mm. Uh, we all picked "Love Me Again" from Rocket Man. Yeah. yeah. John, Elton it's John, John wrote it. Yeah. It's Elton John. I was so mad at the end of Rocket Man when he didn't play the Lion King song. <gasps> we did that whole movie to see him. Is it worth seeing? I know no, we did the whole episode. Not, on uh, we, we were just talking about biopics and how they're all the same. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. He has like abusive relationships and he has to go to rehab. And, and he goes he to drugs back. and then he comes back. And, Sounds yeah, like all of our life yeah. stories. <laughs> <laughs> you know what we should do? We should go do some mushrooms in Jamaica. <laughs> okay, I'm going to, we're going to come back to best motion picture. Oh. Um, Let's first talk about achievement in production design. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. Eli. I think it I think it should be 1917. I think it will be 1917. 
they had to build a massive set for this. And I thought they did a really cool job doing that. Yeah. Yeah, they did. Nick, how about you? Uh, I think it's going to be Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh, just because creating that era of Los Angeles and the whole Spawn Ranch scene uh, and then having everybody be in character within that, I thought they did a really good job with that. Uh, I think it will be 1917. I wish it was Parasite. It's a cool house. Um, it's a cool oh, house. So cool. That I believe they built for the movie. Cool. Um, and I think it's such a dichotomy between that house and the apartment yeah. where the other family lives. You know, I will say without spoiling it, but there's there's a scene t- toward the end of the movie where the young woman sits on top of the toilet and smokes a cigarette that was like one of the most haunting images I have ever seen in a movie. Mm-hmm. I was like, it was it was incredibly moving. And it was like, at that point, I was like, this whole movie has been pretty cool yeah. just in terms of what you're looking at. It's visually stunning. Yeah. Um, but 1917 is fine. They did a good job. And I think it's a classic pick. Best animated short film. I don't, like, I don't know. I picked one at random. I picked Hair Love. Same, I guess. I picked Memorable because okay. I thought it would be the most memorable for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> and same thing with live action short. I picked one from a list. So this is something same. I don't understand about these categories. Like they do like the science and whatever things off screen. And it's like. Yeah. Does anybody, like, have access to these? I, yeah, I don't even know like, where to watch these. Right. Like, Lion even if I was, like, really short. consumed, like, yeah. I don't even know where I would go watch them. Yeah, so I picked Soraya, whatever that is. Well, I picked Brotherhood for some reason. Well, I hope a sister wins, <laughs> that was my pick. Bit of sibling rivalry. <laughs> All right. Oh, good, guys. Here's my favorite one. Sound editing. Let's... Uh, well, Okay. I did hear interesting factoids about uh, Uncut Gems and how difficult the sound editing in Uncut Gems was. Did you listen to that podcast with the Safties? Yeah. Oh, it was cool, right? It was way cool. Um, because there's so much going on in every scene, so many people talking, that the sound editing and mixing oh. was kind of a nightmare. And so now I do want to pay better attention to sound editing and mixing, but it's one of those categories where I'm like, I don't know. I know nothing about this. I think a folly artist might know something about this, but they're the only ones. Anyway, nominees are Ford versus Ferrari, Joker, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Star Wars, The Rise of Skywalker, Eli. I just picked 1917 because it's a big, loud war movie. Yeah, same. Nick? I picked Ford versus Ferrari just because... It's a car movie. Yeah, big, but, loud car movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you think the big, loud movies are the yeah. ones yeah. that usually... And I think it, it's right? the same thing for mixing, right? Yeah. Like, and we all picked 1917 for mixing. The only weird nomination in that one is Ad Astra, which I didn't see. It was good. I, didn't see I heard it's pretty slow. It's, yeah, it, it's kind of a snoozer. Like yeah. you expect to go into a space movie, like, but it's kind of like a space drama Think piece. philosophy. Yeah, there you go. Like, yeah, I was like, huh. I was gonna. I walked out of it being like, didn't waste my money, but it was like, it was fine. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm probably not gonna watch it. <laughs> Achievement in visual effects: Avengers: Endgame, The Irishman, The Lion King, 1917, Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker. There are. Two movies I actively dislike on this list, uh, Star Wars and The Lion King. Mm-hmm. I picked 1917. What did you guys pick? I picked The Lion King just because it's completely CGI'd, but I my heart vote is Cats. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> achievement in visual effects? Are you kidding? That was the most visually effective movie what I've does, ever seen. What is achievement, really? <laughs> to get people talking? 
because it succeeded in that. Yeah. I picked the Avengers just because isn't that whole movie like a computer? Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I just don't think that the Academy likes Marvel, Marvel movies. movies. Yeah, probably yeah. not. Adapted screenplay. Okay. This, this is where yeah, we, like, big one. Yeah. we can pretend like we know what we're talking about. Yeah. The Irishman, Jojo Rabbit, Joker, Little Women, The Two Popes. I did not realize The Two Popes. Was it a novel or was it just someone like writing about the thing that happened? I don't know. No idea. Was it a magazine article? I wonder. Okay. Anyway, uh, Eli, what do you want to see win? What will win? I want to see Little Women win. I think Little Women will win. I would be very happy to see Jojo Rabbit win as well. Okay. I think The Irishman is going to win. I want to see Little Women win because, damn it, if Greta isn't yeah. nominated for director, she should win for this one. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I, like Eli, think that Little Women will win, and that's what I want to win. Okay, hold on. Let's talk about this real quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't think that Greta's going to win just because the Academy's going to throw her a bone because they left her out of the directing, though, right? Like, is, do you think that's why she'll win? Uh, no, I think that was she the was the most creative in adapting a screenplay. Okay, cool. But, you know, yeah, I, I, watch Joker I win. Right. Oh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Original screenplay. Knives Out, Marriage Story, 1917, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Parasite. Eli. I, I want Parasite to win, and I think it will on this. Okay. I want to see Knives Out win. Uh, that was maybe one of the most fun theater experiences I had last year. Just a really good time and watching everything unfold. Um, I think Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to win. Uh, I think Knives... Well, you know what? No. I think it's going to be 1917 that's going to win, but I would love to see Knives Out win. Oh, interesting. Um, I, uh, like Knives Out, I feel like was snubbed in a lot yeah. of these categories, oh. and I want it to Did you get see something. It? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it's I'm cool. Ex- I'm it's excited good. to see it, yeah. Okay, you ready? Yes. Here's what I want to do. I want to talk about these nominees as we list them. Okay. Let's do it. Cool. Ford versus Ferrari. Eli, you haven't seen it. Nick, you've it. seen it? Mm-hmm. I thought this was a fun movie. Yeah. I thought this was a great movie to eat popcorn to. And like enjoy great theater movie. Yeah, yeah. It's I was never bored. Christian Bale, Matt Damon. It's like they're. It's really good. Like it's a good bit theater acting. A bit yeah. on the nose. Yeah, and it feels a movie of twenty years ago in that there's like a villain, right? Like right. there's a bad guy and then the good guys, and it's very clear cut. And mm-hmm. I feel like there's not a lot of nuance there, but it was like a fun, good time. Don't think it's the best picture. No, the Irishman. I mean, <laughs> should have seen it in a theater, probably. If it was an hour and a half shorter, I bet I would have really liked this movie. Someone on Twitter was like, yeah, I see why uh, why people like this better than Goodfellas. Because in Goodfellas, they cut out all the boring stuff, like all the driving and all the... Uh, <laughs> and you're like, yeah, why Why are we watching these people drive around for oh yeah, I, so long? It was, it was kind of tough for me because like, I'm, I really like Martin Scorsese's movies uh, and... The whole time as I was watching The Irishman, I wish I was just watching Goodfellas again because yeah. it's Aww. just it's the same concept except it's a lot more fun. Uh, it's it's funnier. It takes out all of like the 
dry like explanation stuff about it like it was this it was it was a, it was good like it was an achievement in filmmaking i guess like with all the de-aging and like stuff oh, like that oh i thought that. the de-aging looked bad cheesy. do you think it did i thought it looked yeah. cheesy I, robert de niro's face looked weird no it was weird huh. to me it looked like noticeable to me so, i was like what's going on with his face this movie didn't really do anything new okay i do think the last hour was interesting. It was the best part of the movie, especially for sure. the last half hour. I was like, when he's oh, actually old. yeah, like yeah. this is really like his discussions with the priests and like yeah. talking to everybody in the jail and stuff. Like this is interesting. It took way too long it to took get a long here. time yeah. to get up to there. Yeah, yeah. it should have just meandered. been a series. I, if it was an HBO series, I think I would have loved it. Yeah. Probably or for a shorter sure. movie. Yeah. yeah. Um, Jojo Rabbit. Eli loves Jojo so, Rabbit. I liked Jojo Rabbit. Here's the thing. This I have to say, this is a very good year of movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. Almost every year, I absolutely hate half of the movies nominated for Best Picture. This year, I dislike Joker. I haven't seen Ford versus Ferrari, and I like all the others, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. weird. There are four movies on this list that I equally want to win Best Picture, and that never happens, and Jojo Rabbit is one of them. Nick, have you seen Jojo Rabbit? Yeah. Did you like it? I liked it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it, it didn't, like, pierce my soul, uh, but, like, I had a good time watching it, and, like, I thought, like, really heartfelt storytelling. Yeah. Know. It was yeah. certainly a clever movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've never seen anything quite like it. Definitely. I mean, Hitler as an imaginary friend yeah. is already just kind of an odd thing. The kids were so good in it, and usually kid actors drive me crazy. Yeah. I, it was a movie I was glad I saw. Yeah. I'm not sure I'll ever see it again. Okay. Taika Waititi is going to do great stuff. Yeah, he's also yeah. a young director yeah. who we will see more. It's going to be fun. Yeah. yeah. Joker. Ugh. Yeah. I just really think this movie's irresponsible. So, yeah, let, let's talk about it. Uh why is it on the list? Why is it nominated for yeah. best picture? Yeah. Because the Academy Award voters think it's 2005 right now. Cuz I feel like this is a movie that should have come out 15 years ago. So do you think in 2005, like, like we were more prone to, like, the really gut-wrenching, like, kind of, like, depressing movies that, like, like, is that what you're trying to say? Yes, kind of. And here's the thing. I think that the pendulum swings on how much pessimism we're willing to deal with in our media. And I think the pendulum hit the most pessimistic point around 2013, 14. And I think it's been swinging back. And I think in the next decade, you're going to see a lot more like heartfelt, happier Jojo Mm -hmm. Rabbit type films um, enter the scene. Little Women. Little Women is actually a perfect. Ford versus Ferrari. People people are starting to want to crave that again. And I think Joker is like that that probably should have hit right at like the precipice of the pessimism pendulum swing well when things were going well like when like the like yes. america wasn't like yeah torn to pieces and i feel like if we had if it had come out then if it had come out like 2005 to 2013 mm-hmm. we would have been like that was a cool movie it's pretty good and then now if we were talking about it it'd be like it hasn't aged well like if that's hmm. what the whole time i was watching and i was like this feels like a movie that hasn't aged well but it's coming out now it i mean there i was watching it and i was like you know i don't like this i'm not mad yet it felt like a movie that if it was like here's the superhero villain's origin story and it had like remained in the superhero genre, I would have been like, it's fine. 
But he gets to this part where he makes a speech about how society is responsible for him killing some yeah. people. And I was like, no, right. we're not doing this because that's real. Killers say that. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. they have killed people. And you are trying to make me feel sympathy for this guy. And I'm not doing it. Yeah. But this is way, way too irresponsible. Yeah. yeah. And I just didn't think it made any sense. There were some plot points where I was like, why is this talk show host inviting this person on his show this is lazy writing. Yeah, yeah. And it just and they, it, tr- and they try and get away with the lazy writing and Joker by saying like, but we don't totally know what was real and what was in his head. Oh yeah, and like I the hate whole that girlfriend thing. Trope. I was yeah. like, no, like why did you do this? This movie is already too long. Like yeah. I know he's mentally yeah. ill. You don't have to do this to it's prove like, this. To let's me. just be as sloppy as possible and let the audience debate about what really happened. And I think it was very disrespectful to the mentally ill to suggest that all mentally ill people are like this or could be while they're on their medication like just terrible really really hated the messages if this wins i feel like it's going to be some tough tough internet discourse we're gonna have to sit through it's this would be worse than a green book win for me I think it would. I I'd be Green, more mad. Green about Book Joker. was just like a like a vomit, like ugh. But this would like actually make me feel angry. It was like the worst possible way. Okay, I think we'll get to Parasite, but Parasite did such a good job of showing what class divide does to people, and the Joker took the opposite approach and like fell on its face Mm -hmm. where Mm -hmm. it was trying to show that class divide is bad, but it really was like poor people are terrible murderers. Yeah. You know? And I just think that's a complete failure in terms of messaging. That's my rant about Joker. Anything to add? No, nothing else. Agree. Amen. Thank you. Mm -hmm. (sighs) Glad to get that off my chest. Little woman. Love it. Perfect film. I would, if Little Woman won Best Picture, I might just die because everything I've wanted to see happen in my life has happened. <laughs> you know? It's like complete. L- Little Woman is the only movie on this list that I think I will watch many times throughout my life. Uh, I can't wait to show it to my daughters. Yeah. Yeah. Can't wait to watch it like once a year at Christmas time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely loved it. Just wanted to live inside of that movie. It ended, and I was genuinely sad it was over. Mm-hmm. Like, usually a movie, I'm like, all right, let's wrap it up. And right. this was like, no, bring them back. I want to hang with my right. friends some more. Mm-hmm. And it, it like, deeply impacted me to the point that I haven't stopped thinking about it since I saw it. Yeah. So. Nick, any any other? No, thoughts? I mean, we, I, I loved the theater experience, and um, admittedly, I was one of, like, four men that was in the theater, but, like, I was, like... More men should see this movie. Oh, like yeah. it's just like, and it's like it's not a story for women. It's a story about an American family that yeah go through a lot of it's a different story things, about and it's a story about people. Yeah. And um, it's it's a great um, it's great American storytelling that Greta Gerwig put a really cool. I don't want to say like I no, I will say it was a modern type of twist like yeah. one of my favorite scenes was chalamet and saucia dancing outside of the cool. the fancy ball like it was like stuff that you wouldn't Mosh see pit, yeah, yeah it was like super fun and i was like this is and as soon as i saw that i was like all right i'm in like this yeah. is gonna be a really like fun like timeless movie and i can't wait to see what she does next it's totally. gonna mm-hmm. be great marriage story this i this movie just wasn't for me same really oh you guys it's fine i like it and if people ask me is marriage story a good movie i would say yes yeah, I don't I, know why I liked it so much. I was entertained. I thought it was 
um, very engaging performances. 45 minutes too long. Yeah. It was a little long. There were scenes that I thought were really good. There were scenes where I was like, not necessary. I will say I've talked to a lot of people who have more experience with this divorce who loved this movie mm-hmm. and this movie touched them deeply. So that's why I say I don't think this movie was for me. Yeah. I bet Noah Baumbach did a lot of research. Um, and I don't know if he's a, a, a child of divorce or if he's, he's gone divorced. through it. Oh, See, this he was about his divorce. Oh, I had no idea. Oh, okay, yeah. so that hits even, I, I like it even more now because yeah. he probably like put his own his own spin on it and I really liked. You guys know Noah Baumbach and Greta Gerwig or a thing? <gasps> I've what? heard that. Yeah. No. If they're not married, they're, they've been dating for a long time. Wait, was he nominated mm. for Best Director? No. Oh. But she was. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> huh? Wait, what? She was. No, sorry. She no. wasn't. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> like, that's kind of the we, whole point. We kind of went over this. We've been talking about it so much that I've, like, materialized it as happening. <laughs> you just made me so happy for it's a like second. It's like the secret. Yeah, yeah for a second I was secret. like, wait, did they, did they switch it? But anyway, like, it, it's not going to win, um, but I love that it's nominated. It's, it was one of my favorite movies this year. Um, yeah. yeah, we can. I, I'm not surprised that anybody wants it to win, actually. Yeah. It just wasn't my thing. Sure. Yeah. 1917. Beautiful movie. It's a beautiful movie. I think that it is an accomplishment in filmmaking. At the end, I didn't feel what I think I was supposed to feel. Oh. The emotional impact just wasn't quite there for me, and I was ready for this movie to be over. Oh. I was a little bored. But it was a really good movie. Um, again, might just not be for me. I'm not like a huge war movie seeker outer. Mm-hmm. Uh, I went and saw this movie by myself and there was like me and one veteran. Oh, <laughs> <was> wow. like, <laughs> solidarity, dude. Oh, <laughs> and I was like, you know, like this movie was for him. It wasn't necessarily for me. I thought it was very impressive. I didn't ball through yeah. it like I did Little Women. I will say I recently watched Saving Private Ryan for the first time, which I thought was fantastic. And, of course, a lot of people list that as one of the greatest movies of all time. Uh I think 1917 is the coolest war movie I've ever seen. Even having recently seen Saving Private Ryan, I thought it was a masterpiece. I thought it was really cool. It is one of the four movies that I would be happy to see win. Okay. And I think, well, we'll get to it, but I I think it would deserve a win. Okay. Yeah, just just echoing that. I mean, as far as like filmmaking goes, like and like checking all of the boxes, nineteen seventeen does that. Uh, it like great theater movie. Uh, it's one of those movies yeah. that you'll like if you watch on an iPad, like you won't get the same Agreed. same experience. Totally. And like that's, yeah. I I think there's an there's an element of that that goes into a best picture because like these people want these directors want you to see it on. It's cinematic. Yeah, that's what that that's perfect. That's a perfect yeah. way of putting it. Is that like it, you're you're gonna get that effect on the big screen, and that's how you should see it. And it it was it was fantastic. It's it's not my favorite movie of the year, uh, but it it was it was phenomenal. Yeah, and um, we would be remiss if we didn't mention it's a oneer. Uh, it wasn't actually one take, but it looks like it's yeah. one take, which with is one impressive. Bre- with one break. 
Yeah, I know. Obviously, when they were filming, there was more no, than one break. No, but... I mean in the in the film itself, he passes out and yeah. the screen goes black for a little bit, and then he wakes up sometime later. So there's like a break in the movie, but otherwise, it looks like just one big scene. Yeah, and it's pretty cool how it's they cool. do that. It's awesome. Um, and there are surprising elements in this movie, and the hot priest is in it. So like, yeah, who could be mad? <laughs> yeah. about that. Have you watched? Um, there's been this video going around showing. Like somebody filmed them filming 1917. Yeah. So it's sort of a zoomed out look. And it's really cool to see just how much coordination it took along the set of people like having to run out and do their things and stuff exploding as like the camera ran yeah. across this war zone. It, it's impressive. It's a spectacle. And I, it comes back to, again, this question of what do people want from movies? What yeah. determines what makes a good movie? I right. Mean, Cats was my favorite movie of 2019. Absolutely. So. <laughs> Who's to say? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I really like this movie. It came out in July, so I kind of forgot about it. Yeah. Okay. I kind of I, I got bored in it. I, I think it was a little long. Yeah. And there was... What do you guys think about... So I watched it recently, so I, it's more fresh in my mind. There are long scenes of them filming movies in the 70s. Yeah. And I got so bored. I actually liked that part. So did I. Really? It was the whole going to the Manson family ranch where I was like, I didn't oh, have skipped that. The Bruce Dern part? The yeah, yeah, like with Dakota Fanning and Lena Dunham. Oh, sure. Yeah. When when Brad Pitt goes to that place, I was like, we're, we're oh, looking ranch. at three hours here. Like, let's uh, trim <laughs> yeah. the fat a little bit. Uh I love this movie. Yeah. I thought it was so much fun. Uh, I, I think Tarantino has a really interesting way of taking a really big name in Hollywood and creating that person in a way that like you don't normally see him. Um, and I like the way that he turns the table on history. He did it with Inglorious Bastards and yeah. he did it with this because like... At the end of the movie, when I saw like the Manson family, I was like, "Oh gosh, I I don't want to see Sharon Tate murdered." Right, like, a, a very pregnant Sharon. Yeah, Tate. I was like, yeah. "Oh, I know how this ends." And like, as spoiler alert, I guess for people listening, but it doesn't go that way. And like, I was so I was so happy it ended the way that it did. And but like, doesn't that almost make you a little bit sadder? Yeah, it makes me feel more sad about Sharon Tate's murder when I'm like, "Oh, but that's not what happened." I've grown to love this character in this movie, this delightful woman who's very pregnant. And in reality, she was brutally murdered. Yeah. yeah. It's weird. That's, it gave like a personality and a face to this historical figure I'd only heard that's, about. Yeah, that's an, I, yeah, also, I guess that's it, a take that I could agree with. But it, I don't know. I just thought like it was like maybe giving her a chance to like, like what would have happened if Sharon Tate would have yeah. would have right. lived. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. Like. I, I thought it was very clever of, of Quentin to do that. Oh, I agree. It just made me even more sad sure. about yeah, Sharon Tate. Absolutely. Yeah. Is it weird to or insensitive to take a real victim and then just pretend like the bad thing didn't happen to so them? So he consulted with her family. Okay. And they were like, we'd like you to oh, do cool. this. Cool. So I'm, if I'm he hadn't that. done that, I yeah. think I'd be annoyed. Because that would feel... Yeah, you... Yeah, rewriting, that would feel a little Rewriting sketchy. that history with For that. sure. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Um, any other thoughts on Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? No. No. Parasite. 
I just think this is an astounding movie. It's a cool movie. It's so good. It's it's um, so cool. I have I have only one criticism criticism about it. Every once in a while, I felt like it was a little too on the nose, and I'm not sure if it's because the translation um, was too literal at times. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if I'd seen it in Korean if there was more subtlety. But I mean, some, probably. Yeah, right? probably because sometimes like these words would come up on the screen, and it was just very like. The, the things that they were saying were like, oh, yeah, you want us to be thinking about the divide between you and this rich family. But and so I kept getting a little bit annoyed. And then after a while, I was like, I need to like I need to like give a little bit of space for the fact that there's a language barrier happening. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a cool story. It's a cool story. Um it's- it's hard, hard to watch. To, it's hard to watch. It's hard to talk about this movie without giving away everything yeah. that happens. Yeah. So I and I don't it's not a movie I want to spoil because I think it's yeah. such an experience and it has so much to say. Um it is about class divides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um and this delusion we seem to have that it's easy to get out of poverty. Yeah. And this movie is very effective in showing exactly how difficult that is. Mm-hmm. Um and what a prison poverty can be and the ends to which people go to get out of that prison and the insanity to which it can lead and I think it does it so stylishly and movingly and and how creatively easy, and how easy it is for wealthy people to not understand. Yes. Did you see there's a senator, a state senator on Twitter mm-hmm. who said anyone who doesn't make a living wage doesn't have a job. They have, have a, a hobby. hobby. As like, that's how some people think. Yeah. yeah. They just are incapable of understanding. They're not bad people. They just don't have any They're idea. Like, just stop being poor and then you're not poor. Yeah. If I was poor, I would just not be poor anymore. <laughs> yeah. You just go do a job yeah. that pays well. <laughs> you were an attorney. Why yeah. would you not be an attorney? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, a paras- and so, like, I saw that and I was like, oh, this dude needs to watch Parasite. You know, like, yeah. I was, right. it's just such a, it elicits empathy. Not that any of the people in the movie are, like, especially good people. No. In fact, they're all pretty bad. Oh, like, they're just bad. like, yeah. they're not even horrible people. They're just, like, not great people. Yeah. But you're just, it just demonstrates so effectively what class means for people Mm -hmm. and how it benefits some people and really is a disadvantage for other people. Yeah. It left me feeling like sad and guilty. Yes. Yeah. You know, like walking away and just thinking like, oh, there's so much I'm not aware of. And that's just not in my periphery even. Yeah. And I don't think the three of us are astoundingly wealthy, but we are comfortable. 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 Yeah. And there are people, you know, and I'm like, oh, that's in Korea. And then I'm like, eh, but no, that's ha- that happens everywhere. That's here. Yeah. Like, there are people living like yeah. that here. I had a roommate in, in college that um, went on a mission to South Korea and uh, he showed us like, I guess Korea is like really known for like, it's like horror movies uh and he showed us a couple that have kind of been a couple of them have been adapted into english by american studios uh but i think there's a really niche like really cool market for for korean films especially and it's really cool to see a movie like parasite be done that gets accepted widely like on Mm -hmm. such a scale like this and when i think of when i think of a best picture like every every year when i'm thinking about the oscars and every time i go to the movies and i think like is that going to get nominated for best picture i think like did this movie make me like 
question society? Did it make me like feel something that I haven't felt before? And like Parasite checked those boxes for yeah. me. Yeah. So like I am elated that it even got nominated. It was super cool. Um, hot take that may not be popular, but um, you know, I wasn't a huge fan of Get Out, and I feel like Parasite did succeeded at doing what I thought Get Out failed to do. I think it succeeded in what us failed to do. Okay. Oh, I feel like us that's was closer, more about that's poverty. a closer comparison. But there were a lot more parallels in what the story looks like with Get with Out. Get Out. Okay. That's for fair. the obvious reasons that you can think yeah. of. Yeah. Um, but when it when it when it ended, I was like, oh, I think how I feel about Parasite is how everybody felt about Get Out when that came out a few years ago. Yeah, maybe. Like, not from a race standpoint, but from a... It was teaching from, a different message, yeah. but it did it in a very similar way. Mm-hmm. Surprisingly. Yeah, yeah, surprising way. I mean, obviously, Get Out had, like, elements of sci-fi slash whatever yeah. that was. And this did not. This is, like, a realist, you know, realistic yeah. movie. Um, but, yeah, it was. it had that vibe to me. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Are you ready to make predictions? Yes. yes. Okay, Eli, let's hear what you would like to see win Best Picture and what you think will win Best Picture. Yeah, so I have a four-way tie on what I would like. I want Jojo Rabbit, 1917, Parasite, and Little Women to all win. I would be fine if they just announced a four-way tie on those movies. Um, (laughs) And I'll be really happy if any of them do win. I think 1917 is going to win. It feels like the Best Picture, like what would win that movie. category and Nick. 1917 is going to win um it's it's the most cinematic movie uh out of all of these like it's it probably hits like the the widest audience like because i mean world war one is such a pretty widely accepted type of event uh i want parasite to win okay um just we went over it but what movie do you least want to win? Movie I least want to win Ford versus Ferrari, just because like I mean I mean it's a fun movie, but it didn't make me mm-hmm. feel anything different. Okay. You know, like at least Joker, like there was some hatred there. Yeah. <laughs> it made me feel things. We had a whole conversation about it. Um, I would be absolutely thrilled to see Little Women win. I don't think it's in the realm of possibility. Uh. I would love to see Parasite win for all the reasons we just discussed. Yeah. I think it will be 1917, and that's fine. It's, yeah. it's a movie I liked. Yeah. Um, and I was thinking today about our conversation about our favorite movies of the decade, and I don't think there was a single movie on my list that won Best Picture. I don't think the Best Picture Oscar actually goes to the Best Picture any year. <laughs> so I think that... These movies are still going to be talked about. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about them yeah. in our 2030 Decade Roundup mm-hmm. podcast. Well, I included this list on my last Decade Roundup, so I'm not oh, reconsidering they were, they these. They were 2019, that's right. Ten years oh, from now yeah. when we do that podcast, I will not be considering okay, this that's list. Fair. But I, I just think that at the yeah. end of the day, it's a group of people making a decision, and yeah. it's... Because of the nature of the way decisions are made. It's like when you go out to lunch with your coworkers, it's not the best place. You just go to the place that works for everybody. Chili's. And that's what we're going to get. Chili. Chili's has really good chips and salsa. That's why we end up at Chili's. Get a quesadilla <laughs> and chips and salsa. You're fine. I have gotten food poisoning at Chili's before. <laughs> Chili's is the green book of restaurants. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, that's Applebee's. I was going to say Applebee's Apple is Beans. probably more. Yeah. 
Chili's is like I saw a, a Marvel movie. I saw a tweet that said Cheesecake Factory is if Applebee's went to college. <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. Have you ever felt good after eating at Applebee's? No. I, I can't remember the last time I've been to Applebee's. I went once in college because they do karaoke, and I had a salad, and a salad, and like an hour later, I was like, oh, I don't feel so good. <laughs> Ugh, freaking out. Anyway, what a great year for movies. Yeah. It's been a really good year for movies. Yes. Which is fun, because last year we had Green Book and oh. Bohemian Rhapsody. Last year was rough. Last year was not a good year for movies. Um, I'm very excited about the tides turning and the kind of movies and stories we've been seeing. And I hope to see more of these in the coming year. Yep. Uh, I got to tell you, I saw Like a Boss, and that's not a good... Good sign for what's to come the rest it's of this year. January. Wait, is that Haddish? Tiffany Haddish? Yeah. And uh, Rose Byrne. Oh boy, was that a bad movie? Oh man, why'd you do that? Oh, a friend wanted to oh, go, I and I wanted some popcorn. All right, all right. All right. Well, those are our predictions. Again, don't trust us. Please don't. Uh, do fill out your ballot. Vote with your heart. Vote with your brain. Vote with a combination. Uh, I'm voting on the ballot with my brain because I. I don't know. I yeah. don't trust my heart, but yeah. do what works for you. <laughs> Again, you can find that on thebeehive.com. We will have a link to that ballot in the story accompanying this podcast on the site. Um, and we'll be back next week to talk about what did happen on the Academy Awards. And we look forward to that. We'll see you then. Bye.